Welcome to MidPen Sports Weekly, episode number 21. It's playoff time for not only boys soccer, girls soccer, field hockey, and all the others, plus football. Uh, football is now in playoffs as we got into last week, and now we're going to talk about a little bit about the first round. Uh, 6A is having their um, tournament start this weekend, and second round will begin for everything else except for 1A, as our Midpen's own Steel High won the 1A bracket. Uh, it was a pretty convincing win against Fairfield for Steel High, and they're heading to the PIAA tournament. Uh, and we're going to talk about Trin- talk to Trinity, who has a chance to go to the PIAA state tournament also, as they play, play number one seed in the 2A bracket, Anvil Coyona. And we have a bunch of soccer, girls soccer, boys soccer, field hockey to get into, so let's get right into it. So our usual co-host, Droffin Murty, is uh, out this week, so it's just me, like the old days, that we are uh, talking mid-pen high school sports, and uh, there's so much to talk about. Um, but first, we're going to talk to Trinity's Messiah Meckins. Meckins is a freshman running back with the Shamrocks program. Um, and he has um, he claims an offer from Texas A&M as a freshman, an SEC offer as a freshman uh, playing varsity football for the Trinity Shamrocks. And he has certainly been a factor for their successful season as they go to the district championship this Friday, I believe it is, uh, against Anvil Cleona. Yeah, Friday at Anvil Cleona at 7 p.m. But first, a quick announcement. We are just two days away from Midpen High School Media Day for the winter sports, swimming, wrestling, and both basketball. Me and Draven will both be there in attendance and talking to the Midpen's finest and brightest uh, athletes across wrestling, both basketballs and swimming. Uh, can't wait to be there, and we can't wait to get our Midpen winter sports content rolling. But first, we're going to talk with Messiah right, Meckins from Trinity with High freshman School. running back for Trinity High School, Messiah Meckins, who has been tearing up the Midpen and abroad here this season. The latest was DeLone Catholic in their second meeting of the year after week one. They beat them 35-7 to on the road and traveled back and beat them in the district semifinal and are heading to the district final on Friday against Anvil Cleona. Messiah, pleasure to have you on. Thank you. So, you guys had a lot of film that you watched on Anvil Cleona today in your practice. What did you see on film that you're uh, looking forward to translating into the game? Um, their defense, well, for me on the offensive side, me watching their defense and just spots where I can, you know, do them bad in, so things like that. And you're a freshman with this Trinity team, which is really special to to see your talent as a freshman. Have you felt the pressure of being a freshman playing varsity football? Um, not really. I just train and just work, so I feel like when you train, just put all like all on the field and it just comes together. And how did the process come about for you to play varsity football, not only varsity football, but at Trinity? What was special about Trinity's program? How did the process come about? Um, well, <clears throat> I wasn't going to stay at my former high school, so, you know, 
me just keeping my options open and I just like Trinity's academically wise, you know, the grading system, their work and, and stuff like that. Because not only am I, I'm good at football, but you got to have the grades to play football. So things like that. And my dad's, me and my dad's decision, my family, and we thought it was best for me. And how how's the process with Jordan Hill gone? I mean, it's certainly a big story that a former NFL player is coaching high school at Trinity. How has the process been for you? The process has been great. You know, he's a gem. You know, just take what he says and just soak it in and just just use it to an advantage because he's been there. He's been to the highest level. So just listen. It's a blessing. And have, have you had a chance to hear a lot of the stories, a lot of his advice from his days playing college at Penn State and so on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He, I heard a lot of stories, you know, him and Super Bowl, a lot of that Big Ten championships. And, it, you know, it's, it's a blessing to even hear stuff like that, especially coming from a player that really did it. So, yeah, it's great. And so you guys are heading towards, you're looking at the state tournament, really, and uh, just the champion uh, advances to a PIAA sub-region game, um, essentially a play-in game to the state tournament. Has the team addressed, have you thought about playing in the state tournament at all yet? Uh, yes, that's um, that's our goal. You know, every team wants to make it to the states, and you know, we still keep working every day at practice nonstop to get there. Yeah, um, absolutely understandable. It's a it's a big goal to play in that big uh, state tournament. And I'll I'll finish with this. Um, when you when you walk off the football field this year, what's going to be so far the memory that you've had? You guys have played in a lot of close games this year. But you've also won a lot of games. What's the big memory that you've had so far with playing Trinity Shamrocks football? Um, I would say my teammates, you know. We made a lot of memories, especially me coming in, not really knowing a lot, a lot of guys. Like, they took me in as a brother. Honestly, like, they made me feel welcome. You know, we played great games. You know, ones like Roman Catholic, still in games like that. And it just really shows brotherhood and how, like, a team can really come together. No matter if you lost, it just shows after the game, we don't blame each other. We just find ways to get through it and work harder so we can come back next year even stronger. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on the program, Messiah, and good luck in the district championship game this weekend. Thank you. I appreciate it. So we hope you and I hope you enjoyed my interview with Messiah. Um, certainly going to be a name to remember throughout his four years at Trinity. Um, but let's get into some of the recap from last week, as there was some surprises across the mid pen for the district play, and still a lot of district play to get into. Uh, Trinity had a huge win. It was 56-17 to over DeLone Catholic. Uh, and you go through this bracket, still high, ended up winning the district championship against Fairfield. Uh, it was 62-3, to I think, at halftime of that game. The 4A bracket is where I want to head here. Because uh, you had some surprises in this 4A bracket. Two games. First, the 7 seed, York Suburban versus 10 seed Donegal. Uh, York Suburban wins, advances to 7-4 and four on the year after a 41-6 win. They'll face Mannheim Central this uh, Friday at Mannheim Central. But the biggest surprise of the week to me 
was a 4-6 matchup. Both teams, four wins, six losses on the year. At East Penn, the 8-9 seed, East Penn wins over Kennerdale, who was picked... I think they were picked 4-0 on 4th Down Magazine, Kennerdale, over East Penn. East Penn wins 43 to nothing uh, at East Penn in a big win uh, to head into that game on Friday at Bishop McDevitt. It's East Penn versus McDevitt, and you have to think that McDevitt's kind of going to put this to rest here. Um, but don't count East Penn out after they were picked to go 0-4. Picked zero out of the four staff picks from 4th Down Magazine. Picked them to lose. And they won not only by 43 points, but shut out Kennerdale 43 to nothing. Um, but a big weekend for the 4A bracket. Twin Valley will host Milton Hershey. York Suburban will visit Mannheim Central. And Susquehanna Township, I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be at Lampeter Strasburg. Township is 6-4. Lampeter is 8-2. So certainly a strong season from Lampeter Strasburg. And we'll see what happens in that bracket. But East Penn with a very, very big weekend um, over at John Gross Field. But uh, another... Big bracket is the 5A, uh, a mid-pen matchup between Shippensburg and Cedarcliff. Cedarcliff, I thought Cedarcliff was going to pull this out. I mean, we didn't put out uh, picks for the playoffs, but I thought Cedarcliff was going to pull off the upset against Shippensburg. They faced each other in the district tournament last year, and Cedarcliff won. Shippensburg won this one 32-14, so they get the revenge. And Shippensburg, 8-3 now on the year, will face 10-0 Solanco. Elizabethtown and Cocalico. Cocalico comes up with an upset, and if the Cocalico was in the mid-pen, this would probably be my upset because it was a 12-over-5 upset over Elizabethtown, who's 8-2, 42-2. Again, a lot of these upsets were not even close. Um... Northern comes up with another upset against Southwestern. Southwestern was 7-3, and three, sitting on the 6th seed. Northern was the 11th seed. Northern wins 21-20, to 20, so that upset was close. Uh, and then Dover beat Garden Spot. Um, so a big weekend, again, in the 5A bracket, and another one I'm anticipating this week as well. And uh, let's talk about the 6A bracket. This is going to be... Pretty good, uh, and it's filled with mid-pen. Um, Carlisle and Hempfield is a big game over there at Hempfield. Carlisle snuck into the playoffs with the eight seed out of eight, so they faced the number one seed, Hempfield, uh, Friday. And I, as much as I'd love to say Carlisle keeps the dream alive, makes it into the playoffs, and then gets the upset to advance to the second round, to the semifinals, uh, I do see Hempfield ended up end up winning this game. I got to see Hempfield's boys soccer team in the district championship, and we'll get into that in a few moments. Uh, Cumberland Valley and Mannheim Township. Uh, I'd like to say that I'll be at this game at Cumberland Valley 7 p.m. on Friday night because uh, that's going to be another really good game. Mannheim Township and Cumberland Valley played each other week one of the high school season. 
and Cumberland Valley won in dramatic fashion. They got a fourth down stop when they were up. It was, uh, Mannheim was inside their own red zone, while down like four points, and Ty King got a huge sack on fourth down to finish out the game CV1. Uh, but I, I anticipate another really good game at Chapman Field. Harrisburg and Wilson uh, is Saturday at Wilson, or at Harrisburg. I will be at this game uh, doing the play-by-play for Penn Live's broadcast. Um, and I, I like Harrisburg in this game. They're 7-2 and two on the year. Wilson is 8-2. and two, um, And Harrisburg's Week 1 game got canceled because of... Uh, I, I think it, I'm pretty sure it was rain at the Chambersburg Peach Bowl. I think the game kicked off. They put him in the locker room, and it would have been a situation where teams would have been heading home at 1.30 in the morning because of how late the game ended up um, starting. Well, would have started, and they ended up canceling. So Harrisburg either would be 7-3 and three or 8-2. And, and Harrisburg's the three seed playing at home. Uh, but Wilson's a good team. This is going to be one of the good games um, this weekend. Central York and William Penn York is another huge game. Uh, I got to see William Penn York in August. They lost to Woodland Hills on like a last-second play, one of the great games that I've seen this year. Um, but Central uh, Central York's a scary team, 9-1 and one on the year. Their one loss, I believe, is to Cumberland Valley. Um, I'm pretty positive that game is to Cumberland Valley. Um, but that's going to be another good game. I'm pr- I would assume that's a rivalry matchup between the main school in York, York High, William Penn York, and Central York, who's really good team um, in Central York, even with the loss of uh, the Penn Stater, Bro Perbula. Um, but that's the football look. A lot of really good games. Um, I'm really looking forward to that Cumberland Valley game because it was close the first time. I don't see why it wouldn't be exciting again. But it's uh, time to talk about some boys soccer as the boys soccer district season is over. Uh, So it's time for states for boys girls soccer. I believe field hockey is finished up too. Uh, I got the chance to see the 4A boys soccer district championship where the number one seed Central Dolphin faced off against Hempfield who were the number two seed and it went to PKs in a two to one victory for Central Dolphin uh, as Central Dolphin won four to two in PKs Carter Fitzgerald who we've had on the podcast and I got to talk to post game was under huge pressure um, throughout the game, a lot of close calls from Hempfield. They had a lot of scoring opportunities, and uh, PKs are kind of the the main spot for for uh, stressful times for a goalie as the game's on the line and an open, essentially an open shot. There's there's no defenders in the way of the shot for anybody who's shooting a PK. So it's you and the goalie for a PK and. Uh, Carter Fitzgerald only allowed two out of five attempts, so um, a lot of a lot of pressure there. But Central Dolphin was able to go for it, so they head to the state tournament. And here's the big thing for me is is that CD has a home game against Springford on Tuesday. State College, I believe, is visiting Seneca Valley on Tuesday. 
if both teams win, then they'll face each other, and that will be one of the great, great matchups in um, the PIAA soccer season. I mean, if that's at Landis Field, it's a must-go, because um, those are some really, really good teams. Um, and I don't have the records here, but I can find them. But that's, I mean, that's the, as, as good as it gets in high school soccer. And really, uh, you look at State College, what are they bad at? Nothing. I mean, they, they have a good girls' soccer team, a good boys' soccer team, good football team, a really good football team. Um, but State College, 15-2-1, Central Dolphin, 19-3. and And I am mistaken, State College will be hosting that game um, as the District 6 one, um, one seed and champion, State College. So... Uh, two home games for mid pen teams in the uh, state tournament. Chambersburg is also in that state tournament um, as well, but they will be visiting Harrison High School um, in Bryn Mawr, PA, 5 p.m. Tuesday, but they won't be playing um, Harrison High School. They'll be playing Lower Marion. Um, Lower Marion's 20-1 and one as the District 1 champion. Chambersburg came in third place in District 3. Uh, we talk a little bit about girls' soccer. Trinity lost the district championship against Wyo Missing uh, Saturday at uh, Mountain View High School of, of Cumberland Valley campuses. And um, a disappointing loss for sure in the district final from Trinity. But they'll be visiting Lansdale Catholic in the first round, and I've got to see Trinity play twice. Uh, I saw their East Penn game, and then they played Susquehanna to get to the district championship. Um, and I would have been there, but I went to Cum- Cumberland Valley to watch Central Dolphins doubleheader. So, um, Trinity is coming off a district final loss. I think it was 2-0 to zero against Wyoming. Um, you just gotta, you just kind of got to Reload. Uh, that's that's history. District final doesn't matter anymore. They're playing Lansdale Catholic in the first round, and that's going to be an interesting game. I'm looking forward to seeing what the result is. And Camp Hill, we talked to Della Hawkins last week ahead of their district championship game, and they won. Um, led by Sophia Shaw's two goals, the freshman for Camp Hill. And they beat Harrisburg Christian for the District 3 championship. And that's an impressive district run for Camp Hill. They faced the four seed in Fairfield. Then they faced the one seed in Lancaster Mennonite. And that's when a lot of people probably said a five versus one seed at Lancaster Mennonite. They'll probably lose, but they didn't. They beat Lancaster Mennonite. And then they went on to beat the number two seed in the tournament, Harrisburg Christians. So they will host Pine Grove area um, tomorrow at home. And that's that's going to be another one of these good games. Every team that's reached the state tournament is kind of, sort of, at the same level. Um, you know, some teams were district champions. Some teams were runner-ups. Some teams were even fourth or fifth place. But... Every team is now in the same bracket, 
and it's kind of a refresh button for every team, regardless if you're coming off wins, losses. Um, every every team is kind of at the same spot. Pine Grove area came in second place in District 11. Camp Hill, obviously the 1A district champion from District 3. Um, but that's the only mid-pen team in that bracket. Uh, and really the only local team, so... If Camp Hill survives a couple games and they'll be traveling quite a bit, they're hoping to take the Carlisle Pike to Eagle View to play in the district championship, which is November 18th. So this is going to be a fairly quick bracket. Um, any any of these teams, and this is just reading off the 1A bracket, but I'm sure all the brackets are pretty similar. Um, Tuesday is the first round, then you go to Saturday. Uh, so a solid break from Tuesday to Saturday for the quarterfinals. And then if you win Saturday, you got two days to uh, the semifinals and then you have three days to the final. So just an 11-day playoff stretch here um, that we're going to head into. But that's about it for what we wanted to cover here. Boys, girls, soccer, field hockey has a bunch of teams in the state tournament as well. Uh, but that's pretty much it in terms of the local sports headlines. Uh, basketball, wrestling, winter sports season is coming up, and we will get into that in the coming episodes after we go to Media Day and really get a chance to talk to everybody about the upcoming winter sports seasons. But again, that's Thursday. We'll have plenty of articles on our website, which is linked in the description of this episode, and we will feature some of our best interviews on episodes here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you you receive your podcast content. Also linked in the description is the username to all of our social media accounts, which are just Instagram and Twitter, and you can find them at Weekly to follow us and uh, the content that we put out throughout the week in high school sports. Thank you so much for listening to the MidPen Sports Weekly Podcast, and we will see you next Tuesday for another episode, episode 22 of MidPen Sports Weekly. Thank you very much, and tune in next week.